hello and welcome to episode 8 of Gorilla Talk, the podcast about the 2016 South Atlantic Conference champion Atlanta Silverbacks of the National Premier Soccer League. My name is Paul Scanling. I'm the host and producer. It's my pleasure to bring you an episode that previews the upcoming match against the Miami United FC as the South Region semifinals and also gives you a quick review of our two South Atlantic Conference playoff games, the Thursday night win against Carolina Railhawks and then the Saturday night overtime come from behind win against Tobacco Road. So here we go. This is episode eight of season two of Gorilla Talk. We open the South Atlantic Conference playoffs against the Carolina Railhawks. On Thursday evening, July 7th, that was played at Georgia Gwinnett College. There was a scheduling conflict, which I'm sure you heard about, especially if you're involved in social media. Lots of angst and gnashing of teeth and all that good stuff about that. But they were able to secure a venue and get that game going. A 4-0 thrashing of the Railhawks ended the Railhawks season and meant that the Silverbacks were still alive for the South Atlantic Conference champion. An upset in the other semifinal, Tobacco Road FC went to Myrtle Beach and beat them. A late PK gave Tobacco Road the 1-0 win. Tobacco Road being the four seed, Atlanta being the two seed, meant that we were hosting on Saturday night at Silverbacks Park. So that game was Saturday, July the 9th, and it ended up with a 2-1 win. The Tobacco Road Tobacco Road FC got a penalty kick in the early in the second half, gave them the 1-0 lead in the 88th minute. Our man of the match, Mitch Garcia, our captain, scored a free kick. Should have been a penalty kick. Give us a 1-1 draw, 1-1 level there. Going into extra time, and in extra time, Avery Shepard with his third either game-tying or game-winning goal of the season to give us the 2-1 lead that saw out the extra 30 minutes. No need to go to PKs. The Silverbacks are the South Atlantic Conference champions. That gives the Silverbacks the right to play at Miami United FC. That game is this coming Saturday night, July the 16th, down in Miami. They do have a live stream planned for it. We'll be sure to tweet that out. If you're on social media, if you're on Twitter, find us at ATL Gorilla Talk. You can find us on Facebook as well. Just search Gorilla Talk, and we'll get you that tweet. I understand the Ultras are planning their usual watch party. Look for information about that as well. The kickoff's at 7.30. Later in this podcast, we're going to have a quick conversation with Guillermo Hernandez, the Social Media and Communications Director for Miami United FC. He's going to give us a little rundown of their squad, a little preview of that upcoming match. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. Before we get to our first interview, let's talk about the playoffs. So just so you're familiar with the format, as we just talked about, we had two South Atlantic Conference playoff matches. One played four. That was Myrtle Beach losing to Tobacco Road. Two played three. That was us beating the Carolina Railhawks. So two hosted four, being the higher seed. We got to host Tobacco Road on Saturday night, beat them 2-1. That allows us to advance this Saturday, July 16th, to play the Sunshine Conference champion, and that is Miami United FC. That game will be live-streamed, as we mentioned. And those two teams play for the right to play the winner of Chattanooga versus the Dutch Lions. That's the one 
and four seed Miami United is the three seed. The Silverbacks are the eight seed. The higher ranked winner of those two matches are the is the host on July 23rd. We cannot be that host since we are the lowest remaining seed in the South region. Yes, that sets up a potential conflict with our advertised match against the Middlesbrough under 21 side. I've been assured that there are contingency plans for that. Uh, there is a rain date of July 24th, but I sure would hate to have to uh, uh, play that game on July 23rd and hop on a plane and go to Houston for a match on July 24th, which is a possibility. Of course, any Chattahoogans listening would say there's not a possibility because they're going to win. But right up the road in Chattanooga, I think that'd be a lot a lot of fun. I'm kind of pulling for that one to, uh, to take place. So uh, lots of other regions that need to take care of their uh, finals and get to get to July 30th, the regional championships, which uh, you can also think of that as national semifinals and the national championships, which is August 6th, has a makeup date of August 7th. So it's important to note it is the points per game average of the regular season that determines who is the host for each match. The Silverbacks played 10, got 19 points. That's 1.9. That's actually not particularly good relative to teams that played uh, that are in the playoffs right now. Miami United, for example, has a 2.7 points per game average. Chattanooga has a 2.8 per game points per game average. There are teams left in the playoffs as of this recording that have a lower points per game average, but it would take a pretty major upset for them to advance. Uh, and uh, reach a point where we would be playing them and potentially hosting. So fairly certain that we have played our last uh, playoff home game at Silverbacks Park this season. So hopefully we'll get lots of live streams. Hopefully we'll be able to, to support our Silverbacks online and keep track of all of that. We will, of course, keep you posted on Twitter. Next up, we have our first interview of Episode 8. We're going to talk to one of our own, Silverbacks player Kamar Brown, number 71, left side of the defense. He has done an outstanding job for us in defense this year. He's also very active on Twitter as well. We reached out to him, and he said he would love to come on. We had a brief conversation on the phone on Monday evening, and here is that conversation. So, welcome to Gorilla Talk. Uh, thank you for for joining me here on a on a rainy Monday evening. Uh, wanted to give our listeners an opportunity to get to know some of the players, and uh, you've reached out to us on multiple occasions on Twitter. So we thought, you know, let's let's start with Kamar and get to know a little about a little bit about Kamar. Let's let's start with some basic stuff. When did you first start playing soccer? At the age of ten, back in Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. are a youth team, or are you playing out in the, yeah. in the field? Yeah, youth ball? team. Playing for a youth team in Audit Garden FC. Yeah. I'm playing them from under 13, go straight up to the first team. And so where did that lead? How how did you get from there to Atlanta? Well, actually, I was playing in Jamaica first. I play all of, most of the time playing for Audit Garden FC. Then I take a transfer to Waterhouse FC. I play in the CONCACAF Championship. We play against DC United. And from that, I was here in the U.S. I was living in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Then I moved here in Atlanta, Georgia with my aunt. And then I get a, a goal to the Silverbacks, do a training session with them. And from there, it go on. Okay. 
And so tell us a little about your experience with the Silverbacks. We we hear it as from the fans' perspective all the time. What's it like? What's it like to play for the Silverbacks this year? Well, actually, it's a great experience. They got a lot of fans that are passionate for this game. My teammates are passionate for this game, and there are some great teammates I got. Most of them, I first seen them. You know, got different regions, African, Brazilian, Spanish, Mexican, Russian, Jamaican. Yeah, it's a great feeling to be around them and working with them. We come in a long way. We train hard. Now we're doing the job on the field. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about uh, some on the field. So uh, you're a defender. Do you always play defense? Or is that a new new to the Silverbacks? Uh, when I'm in Jamaica and I'm playing, I mostly play like defensive midfield. Sometimes on the outside less. But I can play left back. I can play center half. I enjoy playing any position you put me though. So it's not a problem for me playing left back. And I really enjoy playing it there. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about last Saturday night's game, a little uh, come-behind drama there. Uh, a uh, free kick to draw level in, the I think it's about the 87th, 88th minute, sure felt like that, and then uh, then uh, a go-ahead goal from Avery Shepard in overtime. This sends us on to the playoffs. So you looking forward to traveling to South Beach this weekend? Yeah, we're traveling to Miami to play against Miami United. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great win on Saturday, though. We was down at one. We never give up. Keep on working, working till the end. Yeah, we get that victory. It was a great feeling, great atmospheres. Yeah. So we're looking forward to go to Miami this Saturday to pull out that win. And either face Chattanooga or Dutch Lions on the 23rd. Yeah. So we're just working hard right. and training this week. So what yeah. can you tell us about training this week? Uh, what what do you know about uh, Miami United? What what uh, what kind of setup do uh, they have? What can we look for? Actually, we don't know about Miami United as yet, but we're gonna get some clippings and watch those clippings before training. We train this evening. We do a little light training this evening. Tomorrow morning again, we go back at work, and hopefully Wednesday we get some clippings to see how they play and work on that in training before we go there. Okay, good. Well, I've, tomorrow night I've got uh, an interview set up with with their uh, social media director, so that'll be on the on the podcast uh, that comes out Wednesday. So maybe you guys can listen. Maybe he'll give a uh, give a, give us some information about some players to watch, uh, a little inside information. Hopefully, he'll be a little forthcoming about that. Uh, so leaving for Miami on probably leaving on Friday to go down there. Yeah, we probably leave on Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Friday we leaving. Yeah. Good and so this is you know playoffs. It's winter go home. So hopefully a win. Yeah, we go in there to play the winter. We go in there. We go in there to put in the work and try to pull out a win there. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They're they're a good team. They've got a very good record. So so and score a lot of goals. So it's it's going to be going to be tough. Going to got your work cut out for you. Yeah, we just got to do our part in the defense. Midfield do their part. Our front line do their part. Hopefully we pull out a win there in Miami. And come back home. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll be watching here on on the live stream. I know, I know at least a couple people that I know are are traveling down there. 
to uh, yeah. to watch the match. So there'll there'll be at least a couple of Silverback supporters there in the stadium. So tell us a little bit about you and the future. You know, the NPSL is kind of a a lower division here in America, and and really puts you guys out in the shop window and kind of kind of lets the scouts see you. And and so tell us a little about your your aspirations as far as professional soccer. Are you are you looking to continue and and move up in levels? And and what are you what are you looking to do? Yeah, actually, I'll play professional in Jamaica, but I'm here now in the U.S. playing in the NPSL. I'm just using this as a stepping stone to just start to make a name mm-hmm. in the U.S. Then hopefully next year I'm looking forward to playing pro. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, – you yeah. could probably say that about most players in the NPSL. That's it. Yeah, most – Opportunity yeah. To, to be seen. Well, good. Yeah, so well, that's, good. that's what I'm working on, yeah. To go forward, mm-hmm. so we're just taking it step by step. Start small, yep. then you take time, go big, to reach the top. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Well, we do appreciate your hard work and and all the, all the all the playing you're doing for for the Silverbacks. We've we've enjoyed watching you play, and hope we get another three or four matches to watch you play. It'd be nice to to advance in this and uh, keep going and playing all the way into August. I think that'd be it'd be great for the Silverbacks. I think it'd be great for the players. You know, put you on the kind of in the national spotlight as you get into those semifinals and finals. Uh, we would love yeah. to play Chattanooga just as a, as, a, as a fan, just sitting here talking. I don't have any – I don't really care about Dayton. I would love to get a shot at Chattanooga, though, because uh, that's, a, that's a great rivalry, two cities that are close to each other. We could all get up there. I think that would be a lot of fun. So, so you guys yeah. got to go down to Miami and take care of business so we can do that. Yeah, we, 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 we hopefully go down there and do a job get it done and came back with a win and it all depends on how Chattanooga and that time game go it depends who we play when we take that win in Miami yeah but we're working hard for that win though because we need it we need to go forward we need to play in August the 6th and take home that trophy yeah yep yep all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. If you could uh, kind of talk it up some of the other players, I'd love to have some conversations with some of them, especially as, as this uh, postseason continues, as the playoff continues. We'd, we'd like to have some more players on, maybe even after the season, have some players on and kind of review the season and talk about their experiences playing in the league and, and such. So uh, keep in touch. We'll keep in touch with you on Twitter. We, we will uh, make sure we send out your Twitter accounts. Everybody knows where to find you on Twitter. And, and thank yeah. you so much. I do appreciate your time. All right, thank you a lot, man. Nice talking to you. So we really enjoyed that chat with Kamar Brown, real nice guy. Appreciate him giving of his time so we can help support our Silverbacks. He mentioned that he does have big dreams and aspirations, and we hope that the Silverbacks, as it currently exists, can be a stepping stone for him and for all those players. They are putting themselves out in the shop window, which is kind of the point right now of the NPSL. Uh, so scouts can see them so they can get signed by bigger and bigger clubs either here in the U.S. or abroad. As he mentioned, we have a lot of players from around the world, so attracting a lot of interest. I think that may even be one of the reasons that this podcast gets listened to everywhere, just about everywhere. Still haven't got a listener at uh, in Antarctica, but I'm working on that, so we'll, we'll have that. So here is that conversation with Guillermo. As the communication and social media director for our upcoming opponent, Miami United FC. So Guillermo, welcome. Glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. 
And we want to start off with a brief history of Miami United FC, a team I don't think most people would be that familiar with, especially in a crowded South Florida market. Tell us a little bit about the club. Yeah, um, the club is really a really young club. You know, um, it's been in the market for uh, created 2012, didn't play till the 2013 uh, season, and from there on has just been growing up and growing up. Um, many of the in our beginnings, many of our of our fans kind of got confused because if you can remember, the 2012 was the year when. Um, Don Garber actually announced Beckham to um, that he was going to have a MLS franchise down here in Miami. So, yeah. So whenever, um, when that happened, it's exactly whenever everything started growing up, they got confused. Then they got, you know what? <laughs> While we have this, let us support you. And that's how I, I we've we've had many questions. How the heck we have so many? followers and Facebook more than, more than anything, and that's mainly the reason why, and as, as people started checking the, the, the club, they said, you know what, it's, it's not as bad as, as it sounded, so uh, we, we've gotten uh, a bit, way, way uh, not a bit, way more professional as the years go by. Well, very, very good. So the club's been been developing four seasons. Uh, tell us a little bit about your success. Obviously, nine wins and only one loss this season. Uh, pretty good season. Is uh, has the club been developing on the field as well? Yeah, it's a club that's been uh, developing, and I can tell you since I've been here, which it was the second year, the second season uh, played, it was a whole new different team, and kind of like people think it's. It happens over the years because the starting lineup can so far repeat, I would say, three players. And um, and that's because our, we're, we're, I think we're accomplishing what the league wants. This is a developer, uh, developing league. And um, and as the players go on, they, they exit to some better leagues, you know. They exit to some better leagues. So 2013, we played um, – and the league was not big, as it not as not as big as it was as it is today. So we started seeing that, and um, and we you know we tested some some markets. 2014, the league was big, uh, was started growing up, and that's how we got our first our first Sunshine Conference championship. Went to the playoffs and realized the the strength that clubs like Chattanooga has, like. Those are the clubs that you want to be in this kind of league, and they already knew what was going on. We kind of didn't. So um, then the the second, I mean the fourth, the third season, which was last season, we finished runner-ups in um, in this conference, and and that's when the format changed. When the format changed to you need to be the you need to be the top in top of the table. For you to be the champion in the Sunshine League, in the Sunshine Conference, I'm sorry. Instead of before, it was a playoff. Like you guys, I understand you guys play a playoffs before, so you can decide who goes to play who. Us, you need to finish a top of everybody, so you can finish uh, with the championship. So that's what brings us all the way up to here, and um, you know, happy to be where we are right now. 
Yeah, obviously, you obviously got a good team. Let's talk a little bit about your market, though. So it's it's a crowded South Florida market. You've got, uh, you know, Miami Fusion, FC Miami City, Miami FC, Fort Lauderdale has a couple teams. Of course, we talked about, you know, the impending arrival of Beckham United or whatever you want to, whatever it is he's going to call it. Um, why do why do fans there in South Florida support your club as opposed to the many other options they have? You know, um. There's not so so many complications. There's no, there's no. I think on on marketing sense, we one if not the the best or one of the best that we can do with what we have. We don't have the budgets, not even what an NASL team has. And um, we just people go and you know for not paying much, it's a great. It's a great level of soccer. We actually, we actually are in a stadium where um, Copa Latina, it's Latin Cup, translated to Spanish. It's played in the middle of October, and people in that area are well known for for having great levels of of soccer, which in other areas you will call semi-pro or or almost pro or amateur league. And then you go and see for five bucks, and you—I mean, this Copa Latina is a is an amateur league that is an amateur tournament that happens throughout a, a weekend, and it's it gets the stadium filled up. Now it would be great to see that that kind of uh, scene in our games. It hasn't happened yet, but you know what? I think that's why that's what makes us so. The num- not the number one, but the one that, that the people prefer because we are in the in kind of in the town. We are from 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 very close to the people. All right, very good, very good. So uh, tell me, uh, let's let's talk a little, a little about your team. So as we mentioned before, you got nine wins, just the one loss, so twenty-seven points there on on a ten-game season. Pretty good, pretty good output there. Tell us about your players, uh, who to watch for, who's who's your goal scorers, you know, important defenders, tell us about your captain, all that sort of thing. Just give us a rundown of the roster here. Well, at the beginning of the I can I can tell you it's sad. It's sadly that it's sad, I'm sorry, that um that we do not have a, an unbeaten team because you know, we we did make mistakes. Thank God it was the first game and, and we could we were able to fix it. Um, however, we are, um, we are, yeah, as you very well said, we are nine and one and our team now it's, it's really solid. And, and, um, you would, you would be surprised that our team, they just keep on going. It's the, it's the, um, props to our coach, which is Ricardo Pais. Um, he was the number D number 10 in Venezuela for God knows how long for 12 to 15 years. He was the one in charge of creating the game in Venezuela for, for between the the end of the 90s and the beginning of the millennium, and it and starts from him. It starts from him, and you know that we've changed. Well, you all heard about the big announcement at the beginning of the season, uh, Adriano, and we had some other players, and with that, with with that roster changes, we thought everything was gonna change, and no, he was able to keep his idea and translate it to the players and the players be able to translate it into score. So uh, 
Um, our our big score, you can. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware is um Rambo Leon. It's number three plus seven because ten wasn't available, so three plus seven. <laughs> and um and definitely the one that is in the middle creating the game for us, maybe not in such a uh in the spotlight kind of uh kind of kind of um um player, but. He is in some in so many ways. He's the leader of the team. Is number five, and he's the one who I can tell you is one of the three players that I can repeat in the lineups the last three years. It's um, Ezekiel Tejera. Okay, very nice, good, good. So, uh, and there will be a live stream. Do you do you live stream all your home matches there? Yes, we well we we've had a, a few a few games live streamed. And this is a company that you know that we found, and in our way, and they found us, and they're really happy, and they're they're just they're they're starting with us, and they're they're a really great company. Um, it, it's 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 a it's a big 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 outlet for 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 our team because you know many other people are asking and there's only so much that you can do at this level and there are many many of them were able to see it through Facebook live and all that but um, definitely this Saturday you will be able to see it through sportsmesh.tv or follow them on Twitter at sportsmesh.tv and they'll be able to provide a link and that way you guys I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have parties or or what not to watch over from from Atlanta. Oh yeah, we've got a, at least one watch party that I know of. I may be hosting one at, at my house. I've got some friends coming over that afternoon with their with their kids. So right. We might have several of us watching watching there at home. So looking forward to that. So um, uh, anything else to look out for? Any anything special about the about the club, about the crowd? You got the got a good supporters group that's going to be drumming and waving flags. And what's what? Tell us about the, the atmosphere. <laughs> As you said, it is a really crowded market, and that same Saturday, um, I think every single team in town is going to be playing in town, actually, their game. So we'll see. We'll see how tough the market is. We'll see how tough the crowd and how loyal our fans are because we know of our fans and we know that they'll uh, that they'll that they'll be there. But um, definitely, it'll be a, a definitely a, a, an interesting one because. Um, you know, I was telling you uh, of the air, but I, I have heard you because I know how rich this club is and how rich your story is. You know, I, I know how 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 um how your story in the NASL and now in the NPSL, and and that's why I think this will be kind of like a final before the final because it's it's a really interesting duel between both teams that uh some way or another have some big history either coming up or already made and you guys are trying to reclaim that name oh absolutely we're we're definitely trying to reclaim it we uh have fallen a couple of leagues and that's been kind of a kind of a tough pill to swallow as the quick trick truck drives by um but uh yeah looking forward to it because you know every round from here on out you're facing a champion you know, we're facing yep. each other's champions and to, for the right to play the Dutch Lions or Chattanooga, both of which are champions. For the right to go to the national semifinal where somebody will be a champion and so on and so on. So 
They're from, all heavyweight from now, fights from, from, now on, now. from now on, I believe there are five finals, whatever team has to face all the way to the final final. Yep, yep. All right, well, very good. Well, we're looking forward to it. I hope it's going to be a good match. I know we got uh, – I know one player is, uh, is going to miss a match for a red card, but otherwise I think we're healthy and, and, and looking good on card accumulation and all that stuff. So I think we're going to be able to put our best 11 out there, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hope you guys can too, and, and it will be a good entertaining match. Perfect. Well, I'm I'm telling you, man, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's really a shame that this kind of structure that we have here in the U.S. doesn't allow us to show our best soccer to the to the best leagues. Because I'm telling you, your team, my team, will put some big teams or some big names in the in the upper leagues and in some 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 pickle there. So it's yep, it's, yep. it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> Well, we're working on that. We're working on that, trying to trying to open up the, the the structure of the sport in this country and allow some, and encourage some investment and 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 grow the sport the proper way rather than yep. this top down thing that's not really working unless you're at the top. It doesn't work for anybody else. Right. People at the right. top. So, uh, so working on that. So, uh, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate your uh, giving me a little time here on Wednesday night uh, for my podcast. And we will see you, of course, on Twitter. You run the club's Twitter account. That's at Miami United FC. And uh, there'll be some good banner going around there. I know I've already seen some from some, some of our guys about, uh, you know, picking on the, the team we're playing next. So uh, all in good fun, of course. And uh, we hope it's going to be a good match. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything in good in good fun. And remember, like, at the end of the day, as I'm telling you, I mean, I do wish you good luck. But um, at the end of the day, this, this is just a sport. And after that, there are many important things, you know. But um, on what Saturday respect, you'll be my enemy. I'll be your enemy. Let's say that. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, we will talk to you again soon, I hope. All right. See me here, man. So big thanks to Guillermo Hernandez of Miami United FC for giving us time and giving us a little preview of his club, letting us know what we can expect to see on Saturday night as the South Region semifinals begin. We will, of course, be keeping an eye on the Dutch Lions facing Chattanooga FC because the winner of our match gets the winner of their match for a right to go to the national semifinals. So make sure you're finding us on SoundCloud. You can subscribe. There is an RSS feed. I tweet that out regularly. Click on it. Download the episode. Let your phone do the work for you, getting all those things ready for you. And, of course, you'll want to listen to this episode right before you watch the 7.30 kickoff against Miami United down in Miami and hopefully we will come away with a win there and have more to talk about very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Paul Scanling. I'm the host, the producer. I make the coffee. I do the marketing. I do it all. I'm an engineer. I'll everything. And I thank you for listening.